This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, yeah, good afternoon. So we're holding over here in the Gemara Tzadik Beis. The Omer of Um So the word Kaval B'Kayam means over here um, a person making himself uh, diminished, a person sort of um, being modest or humble. The the um, the point of this the point of this chazal is that a person um, should I don't know what the right word is means under the radar screen maybe the um, and therefore a person will avoid. Um, any type of um, punishment or whatever. Rabzeir brings a riot to this. Rabzeir says the riot is um, the aloha is that if you have, a, the coin is supposed to see the nega. So if somebody calls a coin in and he says that there's something like a nega in the house, and he walks in and he sees it's very dark, and uh, it's something. So he doesn't have to, um, does not have to look at it. Doesn't look at it, and he doesn't have to open any windows to look at the nega. So therefore, being in the dark, so to speak, keeping a low profile, not being visible, not being noticeable, is something that is helpful. In in the Yomadin, um, the uh, in Kelm, the minhag was that during the Yom Neroim, the Rosh Hashivas would dafka not get an aliyah, and the reason was for this to sort of keep a low profile. And um, Reb Chaim would always say over. It says that Elisha asked Deisha Shunamis, "What would you like special?" And she said, uh, which uh, means I'm like everybody else. And the Zoya says it was talking about Rosh Hashanah. That day was Rosh Hashanah. So Reb Chaim would always say that if a person tries to stand out and tries, so to speak, to use protectia on the Yom Adin, then then they take a second look and a third look to see um, is he really the servant, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So it's always best to keep sort of a low profile. Kaval means darkness. So that's what Rashi says. It, it means stay in the dark, stay under the radar screen. Person should be humble. All of these things are good for the Yomadin because if you don't make waves, they don't look too carefully at at your record. That's the the Chazal. Rev. Lazy Yudel, I don't, I obviously don't remember. I came five years after his Nifta. He, he, he was stuck between, on the one hand, this Hanhaga, which, you know, didn't tell him that didn't take, it didn't get an Aliyah. On the other hand, it says in Halacha that you should try to get an Aliyah these days, whoever it takes. So he would get his Aliyah, um, Shabbos Shuva by Mincha. That was his Kvias. Shabbos Shuva by Mincha was sort of, Getting an aliyah to be at Allah, but staying on the radar screen. That was kind of the his mahalo. Okay. Have a kaval the kayim. 
He's explained in different places why it is that when a person keeps a low profile, um, it's helpful to exist. If you want to look around and see what in the world has the greatest longevity in terms of its existence and, and, and staying power, that's the earth. Everything above the earth, anything that comes off the earth and, and anything that grows, anything that's carved and, and taken out, it disintegrates at some point and returns to the earth. The earth is the lowest in, and yet it is the most durable. So things that are um, small, um, keep themselves insignificant, they have the greatest key. Now, what's the reason for that? So he gives one reason like this. So the shot that he gives here is that there is nothing that resists it. So let's try a little bit to explain um, what he means. HaKadosh um, Baruch Hu created the world in a way that for everything that there is, for every matter, so to speak, there exists antimatter. For everything that's toiv, there's a ra that balances it out. So the more toiv something is, the greater the toiv is, the more strongly um, the bria resists it. Now, let's give a, a sort of examples. So this is toiv and ra, but if, if any time a person wants to do something exceptional, I want to build a building. The taller the building is, the more forces there are trying to schlep it down. It requires a lot more support because the, the more it rises away from the earth and the more liable it is to collapse, to fall, and so on. So anytime... I, the, the more I want to make something exceptional, unusual, the Bria is engineered to pull back against it. And therefore, the lower profile a person keeps, the more, the more Kiyam. So it's true in a certain sense on a domain, like even like the, the, the racks and the building of a building. But it certainly is true on a Yarm Ruchniyam. <clears throat> the more something is boiled as a, uh, as being um, different than anything else, the more something steps out of the world of nature, the more there is a snagdus to it that is trying to pull it down. Avo, um, it says, If something has a low profile, there's nothing resisting it. Um, I once read that you know, one of the reasons why diets don't work all that well is because the body has a certain stasis, a certain um, equilibrium. 
where if the body feels it's being starved, one day or two days, it will push back and demand much more the next day. It, we are built to, 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 to retain equilibrium. And it's this, this, the chachma the, the is to make a small enough change that it's under the threshold of the body noticing it. And therefore, the person can, you know, once the body gets, so if the person was eating, I'm just throwing out a number, 2,000 calories, if a person cuts it to 1,000 calories, three days later, he feels like he just got out of a concentration camp and he's going to push, the body's going to push back terribly. If he shaves off 50 calories, the body won't notice it, and then the normal become 1950 and so on. Obviously, we don't have patience, and, and you know, that's, that's part of the problem. One of the problems of, you know, when a person is inspired to make some change, we tend to make big changes because we're very inspired, and then big changes have resistance, emotional resistance, whatever it is. If a person who's been learning nothing all of a sudden sits down to learn 10 hours, um, then a day later, he will pull back terribly. Um, it, it, it'll be a tremendous reaction. So anything that is, anything that the more yesh something presents, the more resistance there is. That's part of the equilibrium of the Bria. And the Chachma is to do it in a small enough way where sort of it's not noticed, quote unquote, by the body, uh, or the or the or the nefesh, and then the person is able to make that the new norm. The Avakshur Shavisag that the Dovazu Kim Shal Dovashikoshesh Misnagani Kiyumakokah of our Misnagash Ishlo may have said Vibud. Kamash Balatsmahitus. When a person makes us of humble humility is really simplicity. When a person's humility is not when a person says, I'm a nothing, I'm a nobody. Um, and so on. It's when a person says, I'm like everybody else. I mean, uh, it's, it's normal. There's no sense of difference. The more simple something is, the less there's any type of misnagus. If a person tries to make himself the exception, the unusual, and so on, then the person is um, is risking himself. It's very interesting, in, in a bit of a similar vein to the first point, Darizal says, if you take a look at Mashiach's Yichus, it really, really came through a back door. It starts with Light and his daughters, um, Tamar, and Yehuda, Rus and Boaz, a lot, a lot of, um, a, a lot of places that you wouldn't expect it to come from. So there are a lot of different explanations and reasons for it. But one of them, the results is that he said the Sitra is on the lookout for where there is a chance of Kedusha, Taiv coming out, and that meets a special resistance. So by sneaking in through these back doors, when no one thought there's anything there, that's where um, that's where you get uh, Mashiach. Um, but the, the point is, so we, you know, we tend to think of it like the it's a horror, is like a very scheming type of uh, Satan's a scheming type individual, and so on. 
But but the point that he says here is it's just natural in the Bria. Whatever is unusual is is meets resistance. I once heard of art that's similar, I guess, um for Shalom Shadron. The it says by Elizabeth Nodaya that he was Baal called Um one day a Zainat told him something, you know, it may be that you'll never be able to do the truth again. It really struck home and he got devastated and the whole story and he, he, he did tshuva and he died and a basco came out and says so and so forth. So he asked, Elizabeth Daya was some case. The, the, the words that the Zionists said were anything but profound. Um, you know, she said, just like the Gezas escaped, so just like the Gezas come back, maybe you're not going to come back. And wow, like what happened? Like, like where, where was like, why was this? What is it about these words that had made such effect? So I think, but he has many theories around, but he said the following, he said a following terrorist. He said, Elizabeth Daya was the famous Balaver of his door. He was a pet project for every Makarif. And as soon as he saw somebody with a white beard and payas, Making his way towards him, the defenses went up, and the 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 ears were stuffed, and there wasn't anything coming through. The only place he didn't expect to hear anything was with the Zaina, and therefore all the fences were down. And she said something, so it wasn't terribly profound, but there were no defenses. It, it it just went straight through, and that's why I said it went through like like an heiress, uh, straight through. But the point is, the more something presents itself. Um, as different, as unusual, as big, as extreme, it meets resistance. That's that's how it's built into the tether. And and therefore, um, the, a person who keeps himself pushed is stays away from it. Um, <laughs> Take a look at the raya. Raya mukizais. Af so it sounds like a very far-fetched raya. I mean, it's a technical halacha over there. I want so I think from Strikva, somebody said from the from from the bells of two doors or three doors. He said if a chassidish rebbe would have brought this raya, it would have been left off as chassidish Torah. That's how he described the raya. I mean, the raya from the goyim. He said it's 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 it, the Maral says there's, the raya in in terms of conceptually is very close. He says, Tsaras is, we don't have a clear definition a clear explanation to the Torah um, what Saras is per se. In other words, in different places in the Nacht, there's some mentions about losing your limbs, dying, whatever. But but Saras is marking you off. It's it's a mark. So th- the point of it is you've been marked as different than other people. That's what Saras is. It's it's all the Torah describes it. It tells me you are different. And the punishment for that is that you become excluded from human society. 
So both in terms of the Tsaras's appearance, first and foremost, it's a mocking. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the ailment per se. It's just that you've been marked as being different. And the punishment that the Torah meets out, that you have to be outside and be different. So the only person that we that we um, exclude that we say is a person who doesn't fit in. He was supposedly cheshava. The hamaynam is hamaynam, but but when someone would try to be is tried to be haughty and then is cast out, that's what that's what it is. So he says um, a, a fascinating insight, a real amkus in this in this chazal. On, on the surface, you say like this: the MS it has tzaras, but don't look. And if 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 you, if, if you don't look. Then okay, you know it, it, it is tzaras, but since you're told not to look, you don't see it. The way he's explaining is that tzaras is the 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 um, the, the the appearance of being different. That's what tzaras is marking you. If it, if if there is no appearance that's different, then it's not tzaras. It's not just that the Torah says it's a loophole kind of okay. If, if if it's dark, then don't look. So even though there is a so trefer, a trefer is a trefer no matter what. If you don't look, you may be saying, maybe not, but but it doesn't make it not trefer. In Saras, he's saying, if it does, if it's not visible, it's not Saras, because that's what the nature of Saras is. You're the one that's creating the tzaras by opening the window. If it's a dark, understated room, then then it's not tzaras. It's just like if a person if if a person is wearing clothing that has a stain in it. If it's a dark room, then the stain is not. It doesn't really mean anything. If there's a sharp edge in the clothing, then it hurts no matter what. And then you maybe you can't find it when it's dark, but but it's there. But a stain. Is defined as something which is unsightly. So if, if there is no sight, then there's no problem with a stain over here. It's very, very interesting. Reb Chaim Shmulevitz um, himself was a very unusual person in the sense that. When he learned in yeshiva, his hours were crazy hours. I mean, his storm were crazy. He he, he was um, an, an, an incredibly unusual masmid in that way. I mean, well, I remember that he was older, and but what? But his shita, in terms of what's appropriate, was very very um, fixed on this on this chazal. He would speak. He would. I think. One of the days of Shoshana, he would say over this Chazal, and it was a shita like in everything. He did not like parents 
who who did you know who 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 did things with their kids that made them unusual in any way, like extra storm that went beyond what the what the Haider or the Yeshiva was learning, um, wearing stuff in more from anything anything that made you different. He felt was 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 bad. And it was very Macbeth. It was Macbeth and his own grandchildren. His kids, obviously, are older than me, so I, I can't. But the grandchildren, it, it was, they had a very, very normal, um, upbringing. In other words, um, you know, Tom Torres or Kulam, and it was something that, uh, you know, was in the air. But any type of anhogus that were unusual, an unusual masmid, even though himself was unusual masmid, but if he saw, he, he, his reaction was very against it. He was, Against people who went off to a corner to learn, you know, there were people that would sometimes in those days the the, the bismedish was jam packed, but the discussion was empty, and there were two or three people who learned there just to sort of themselves, and it was very against. He he, he had a very very strong sense of um, that anything that is out of the norm um, is suspect. And it doesn't lead to anything good. And he would say over this, this Maima Chazal constantly, time, if you, if you, um, try to do, uh, something that's, uh, too much or whatever it is different, it was very, very, and, and was the truth was, it, it was across the board. Uh, my father-in-law, Zechon Racha, was, had extraordinary anhogas, but if anyone ever saw it, then it was possible. Like, like doing something, Anything that was different, if 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 one person noticed it, it was possible. It's very interesting. He is his grandfather is the author of, of Slavatka, whom very few people or nobody knew anything about really. I mean, he affected the whole world, knowing anything. The Alta's father's name was Moshe Finkel, and there's one story they know about Moshe Finkel, and that was that he was a very big tzaddik. He would go travel in the river, you know. The winter and the, the the snow, wherever it was he, he went to be table every day. One day, he saw that somebody noticed him, and he never again went to be table. Um, in other words, Misa that that is picked up. So I'm not sure if that was because now we're not sure what your motive is, or or because of this. I'm, I'm not sure. I, they they didn't speak, so it's hard to know. But this, this point was very interesting. It was a, very much in the chinuch. The asmara was tremendous. People sat and learned and this and that. But the minute something was past the line, where something was visibly different, then then it was you know all of haraya that that it's really what do you what do you ought to be doing. Okay, um, the. Maybe one more point. He says this in there's the morale and speaks about this in a different way. He in 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 the Seva Nova and he speaks about this um, in in Perkevis. There's one more Nikudovi that might be worth associating. He gives another Hezba, which is why Kaval Kayam. Why is it that the person who is understated exists longer? And we're talking in every way possible. He says like this: um, the 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 only thing in the world that exists forever is a Baruch Hu. 
the, the definition of Akadish Baruch Hu is ever existent, and um, and 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 uh, you know, ever existent from before and ever existent eternally. That's so to speak the, the way we define Akadish Baruch Hu. When a person is mechuber to that, a person is of that nature. When a person breaks away from that, and the person decides to become, when a person is perceived as an entity apart from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then his existence is automatically limited. Um, the, 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 the person is becomes Balgavul, and his time and his life as Mitzias is bounded. And so, Moshe Sochius is always defined, that Chius is always defined as a product of how much something is Dovak HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How much is a person Dovak in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is not an emotional state of feeling very Dovak. It's how much does a person perceive themselves as being self, and how much is the person just shluch uh, rachmana? The more something has self, then it means it is apart from Akash Baruch Hu. By definition, Akash Baruch Hu is kill everything. The only way in which something else has an existence is if somehow we can understand it as being distinct or apart, so to speak, from Kaddish Baruch Hu. In real terms, obviously, it doesn't happen. But in my perception and sense of things, then it certainly can happen. That's 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 where Gaiva comes in. Gaiva is a sense of self, and Anova is a sense of, you know, these are the tools I was given. Like The, the best motion of Anova is, if I have a million dollars in my pocket, then I feel really good about myself. Uh, make it two million today. It's the dollars and what it used to be, but um, but uh, let's say I I have a check of a million dollars that someone gave me to to take to the bank to deposit. I, I don't feel particularly good about myself. I'm still just a messenger boy. Whether I have a ten million dollar check in my pocket, it, it has nothing to do with me. The 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 metzias of of being bottle to a kaddish baruch Hu, So in the havoc Kaval, the kayam is the more person. Is bottle mitzah that's meyuso. The more he's kayim because he's bad some just uh, uh, an extension a yada richter so to speak. That's the way he says. Okay, good. So we'll hold it here, Rosh Hashem. Okay. Good.